Welcome to the Christian Essentials Podcast, sponsored by ChristianGiftDepot.com and by iSuccess Academy, helping people succeed. Now, here's your host, Teddy Levron. Well, hello again. Glad to see that you've come back to the podcast again. For those of you that are here for the first time, my name is Teddy Levron. And uh, we've been on quite a journey over the last few weeks in the podcast, uh, looking at the things that Jesus taught while he was here on earth about himself. Uh, For those of you that are here for the first time, if you haven't had an opportunity to hear the previous podcast, there are, uh, I believe, three others in this series so far uh, related to Jesus and what he taught about himself. And we're going to be going through all of the things that Jesus taught over his life here on earth, uh, extending into what he taught about uh, heaven, what he taught about hell and angels and relationships and marriage and money, uh, death, the whole thing. We're, we're going to take a look at the things that he taught. It's remarkable in such a short amount of time how much he taught us um, about how to live and who he is. So far, we've learned that uh, he is God. He's the Messiah. He's unique. He's sinless and perfect. He's the truth. He has authority. And he's going to make a sacrifice to benefit all of mankind. So again, if you've missed any of the lessons that we've already covered, you can download all of our podcasts and all of the free Bible study resources at our website, ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com. Today, we're going to wrap up this portion of our What Did Jesus Teach series by taking a look at what he taught about his own death and resurrection. First, let's consider a reality. We're all going to die. Scriptures tell us in Hebrews 9, verse 27, it's appointed to men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So we know that we all have an appointment somewhere in the future. But when a baby's born, we don't really think about that, do we? Babies are born to live. We all have a purpose here on earth. Jesus had a purpose here on earth as well. The difference is that Jesus was born here on earth with the ultimate purpose of dying as a sacrifice for our sins. And then being resurrected to live forever and having offered the sacrifice so that we can live forever with him as well. Absolutely amazing. Many people are familiar with the scripture I quoted, Hebrews 9, 27. But there's more to the verse. It actually says it's appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. So Jesus was born to die for our sins. What did he say about that? Or did he say anything about that? Yes, he did. In John chapter 10, verses 15 through 18, Jesus explains that he is doing this voluntarily. More than once, he says that he will lay down his life. 
This is a willing sacrifice by a loving God to benefit all of mankind. Verse 18, he says, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. Let that sink in. Jesus, God, is going to willingly suffer and die for your sins and mine. The ultimate sacrifice so that we can live eternally in heaven. This type of sacrifice is referred to as being vicarious or something done for someone else and substitutionary. In other words, he suffered and died in our place. We benefit from his actions. In Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, it says, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Also in Matthew 26, during the Last Supper, we see him reference the cup as representative of his blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. In addition to Jesus telling us these things, we also see all of this referred to by the prophets in the Old Testament. When you get a chance, take a look at Isaiah chapter 53. That entire chapter covers this entire idea. It was prophetic, and Jesus fulfilled all of what Isaiah 53 talks about. So, we're told by Jesus himself that he's going to make a willing sacrifice of his life for us, for the remission of sins. The word remission here means the cancellation of a debt, a charge, or a penalty. What a loving and merciful God we serve who's willing to make a sacrifice so that he can cancel out the debt that we owe, the charge against us, and the penalties of our own sin. What a loving God we serve, right? Now, as great as this is, there's one more aspect of all of this that actually becomes the most important component. Jesus not only says he'll die, but says that he will also rise from the dead to conquer death. Let's go back to the verses in John chapter 10, verses 15 through 18, and then verses 17 and 18 in particular. Jesus says that he will lay down his life that I may take it up again. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again, he says. Without his resurrection, his death would not have served its purpose. Our forgiveness and ability to live with him forever is dependent on both his death and resurrection. Throughout the Gospels of Matthew and John, Jesus foretells of both his death and resurrection. He tells them how he will die. He will be lifted up. He also gives them a timetable. On the third day, I will be raised, he tells them. I've put together the scripture reference list that you can download on the website, so be sure to go there and download all of the lesson resources. Uh, you can follow along with that timetable. You can look for yourself, go through Isaiah, go through the verses that uh, uh, we've talked about, the ones in that reference list, and you'll see that not only does 
uh, Jesus tie all of the loose ends up for us. He explains it before he ever does it. And then once it's over with, now the disciples can look back and can put the pieces together for themselves. You can do the same. Jesus declared it. He said it. He said that he's the truth. And he carried out exactly what he said he had come here to do. He died on a cross for our sins. And he was resurrected to conquer death for us. The only thing we need to do is to accept that sacrifice that he made on our behalf. So let's summarize what we've learned from Jesus so far. First of all, he is God. He has authority over all things. He's the Messiah. He's the Savior. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's made a willing sacrifice for the remission of sins on our behalf. He's risen from the dead, conquered death so we can spend eternity with him in heaven. Wow. In John chapter 3, Jesus tells us what we must do to inherit the benefit of what he's done. If he had done all of this and then never explained to us how we could take advantage of this sacrifice, how we could actually come into that intimate relationship with him, if he hadn't explained it, we'd still be searching for that answer. Maybe we'd get it, maybe we wouldn't. But again, we serve a merciful God who doesn't want us to have to guess. He wants us to know, to know who he is, to know how much he loves us, and to know the type of relationship that he wants to have with us. What Jesus told us to do is that we simply need to believe but not just with our head. The word believe in the original languages means trust. So he tells us to believe, but to put our trust in him, to surrender ourselves to him, to enter that eternal relationship. Question is, have you done that? Do you know how? Start by praying. You can ask God to forgive you. The first step in all of this is to acknowledge the fact that we are sinners and that we need this relationship with him. So we ask him to forgive us. There aren't any magic words. There's not a specific prayer that you can say. I know that, you know, in the altars at churches and in outreach events, uh, I've been an evangelist for a lot of years, and we lead people in a, quote, sinner's prayer that basically structures that prayer so that we're asking God for forgiveness and declaring our belief in Jesus. But sometimes I think trying to read a model prayer is a stumbling block uh, for some people because they, they really don't know how to pray. We give them these words to pray. Sometimes they say those words, or maybe you've said the words before, but it really wasn't in your heart. I believe that if we're going to accept Jesus, if we're going to surrender our lives to him, we need to do it personally. Nobody can pray for you to be saved. I can't pray a prayer and then you will be saved. You need to ask God for forgiveness for the sin in your life. You need to repent. You need to commit to turning away from the things that you know are not obedient to God. You need to dedicate yourself to prayer. 
you need to dedicate yourself to Bible study so that you can learn what Jesus teaches, learn what God teaches about how we live our lives in a way that's pleasing to him. Dedicate yourself to that relationship with the Lord. God will fill you with his Holy Spirit. God will continue to guide you and lead you and teach you the things that you need to know through his word. He'll bring you in contact with a local church uh, that you can gain some insight from and encouragement from. He'll put you in relationships with people that can help you to become a better follower of the Lord. All of these things are a lifetime of work, a lifetime of relationship. But the first step is to simply surrender yourself to him. Continue to study his word after you've asked him to forgive you and dedicated yourself to, the, to following him. Continue to study, apply what you learn to your everyday life and share your faith with others. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have full understanding of Scripture because nobody does. We learn as we go. God will honor that. He'll meet you where you are, and he'll help you to carry out the things that he calls you to do. When you learn things from Scripture about what's pleasing to God and what's displeasing to God, you simply, at that point, evaluate your life. If you're doing things that you know are displeasing to God, repent. In other words, ask God to forgive you for those things and turn away from them. Ask God to show you how to live in a way that's pleasing to him. And then continue to follow in the way that he, he leads you to follow him. Uh, it's, there's no magic to it. It's nothing that somebody else that can do for you, but other people are here to help you along the way. When you have questions, you can ask your Sunday school teachers or the people at the church that you attend. Uh, you can send us emails and, and we'll answer the questions that you have as best we can as well. We're all, we're all in this together. We're on a journey and we are following the Lord together. Uh, we live this life on this earth together and there's a lot of trial and tribulation around us. There's a lot of things we need to navigate but be encouraged because God's word is where you're going to find the answers to all of your issues. Things may not always be easy. Things won't always go the way you expect them to. But the truth is that we're all on a journey to one eternal destination. Go back, read through all of these scriptures, study them, study the truth of what Jesus is saying about himself get into that personal relationship with him and begin to walk in uh, a path that's following him in a way that's going to be pleasing to him. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, we're continuing to put out resources to help you along the way. Uh, we're going to be moving on to another part of what Jesus teaches uh, next week. Uh, in, in the next podcast, we're actually going to begin to explore what Jesus taught about God the Father and the Holy Spirit. So again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Invite others to join you on the journey. Go to the website, ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com to subscribe, download the free resources, 
send us a message to let us know that you're listening. And if you've made a commitment to following the Lord, we want to know about that too. We want to help you in any way that we possibly can. So until the next time, I'll be praying for you. Please do the same for me and for this ministry. God bless you and keep you until the next time. For more information and resources, please visit our website, ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com. Also, visit our sponsors, ChristianGiftDepot.com and iSuccess Academy. You've been listening to the Christian Essentials Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe.